Hey there, Super Sober Heroes. It's your host, Sober Steve, the podcast guy. And before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a brief moment to ask for your help to shape the future of gay A. Over the years, this podcast has grown and evolved as I've grown in my sobriety. And recently, I've been investing wild amounts of time, money, and energy to find ways to level up this podcast so it can get heard by the people who need to hear it. I want to take a brief moment to check in with all of you, though, to see what you love about the current show and what could be better as I'm growing and moving forward. In the show notes is a three to five minute survey for you to complete. I kindly ask that you pause this episode and take the time to complete it if you haven't already. You are kind enough to give me 20 to 40 minutes of your time each week when you listen to these episodes, and I want to make sure it's time well spent. So please let your voice be heard. Thanks, SoberPod, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gay A, a podcast about sobriety for the LGBT plus community and our allies. I'm your host, Steve Bennett Martin. I'm an alcoholic, and I am fabulous. As of this recording, I am 25 days sober, and today we're going to be talking about numbers. As a recovering alcoholic, I've gotten used to counting my days, but there are tons of additional numbers I'm learning about alcoholism that are really sobering, to say the least. And one of the first ones that I remember learning about even back at school and dare was, you know, what is one drink? But it's something that especially as we become heavy drinkers, it's very easy for us to forget. You know, the one that's easiest for me to remember is always the 12 ounces of regular beer. That's if that beer is the typical 5% alcohol average. And that's easy to tell because you can count bottles, you can count cans. I never was really confused as to one drink being that. But then you start getting into wine, and that's just five ounces of wine, and that's when the standard wine average is about 12% alcohol. And that just blows my mind because five ounces is really small, and you might think that you get a small glass of, like even restaurants a lot of times will do pours that are larger than five ounces. And I remember even with my husband and I when we would drink, well, we he would drink casually while I was drinking to get drunk, but you know we would pop open a bottle of wine and we would get two giant-ass glasses and split the bottle, and that was a glass of wine for me for a while there. It was half a bottle is what I considered a glass, and that is not what a glass is. A glass of wine or one drink of wine is five ounces. And then even smaller is 1.5 ounces of distilled spirits, which is alcohol is about 40% alcohol. That's where you get your vodka, scotch, whiskey, gin, all those types of spirits. One and a half ounces is negligible. You know, I know that's what they consider a shot, But I remember as we drank and as I drank more and more, I know that my drinks, I'd pour one drink and it would easily have at least three, if not six ounces. And at that point, my one drink might be equivalent to four drinks. And so that gets tricky, especially as we go into definitions about what uh, binge drinking is. Now, all of these definitions and research I found from drugabusestatistics.org as well as an article from 2016 that researched the effects of alcohol on the LGBT community. Uh, I will link over to both in the show notes, but SAMHSA, which is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Association, defines it as, and binge drinking uh, is defined as when you bring your BAC levels to 0.08 gallons per DL or higher, which when you translate that into layman's terms, is typically four to five drinks, depending on your build in roughly about two hours. That is very easy. Like I mentioned, especially if you were having one of the Steve size cocktails where that six ounce of spirits means that that one drink is actually four drinks. Having that in a roughly two hour period would 
make you considered a binge drinker, as would most likely then doing my math, a half bottle of wine would certainly get you there too. Um, and even as peers, it just shows that so many times our community ends up dealing with alcoholism or alcohol-related issues and substance disorders from the start because as adolescents, LGBT adolescents are reported 90% more likely to binge drink than their peers. So even from young ages, while a lot of people can drink and be quote-unquote normal and socially acceptable with their drinking and have it under control, us LGBT adolescents back then, I remember when I would start drinking, never was really healthy. It was I was always a blackout drinker and it really didn't change from my adolescence. Going from binge drinking, the heavy drinking is defined by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Association as five binges in the past month, while others define it as four to seven drinks per it's such a large thing because they do do it gendered. They, I'm sure that that is part of the changing language in a lot of these researches and studies. But depending on your size and frame, seven to 14 drinks per week could be considered a heavy drinker or five binges in a month. So that means having four to five drinks at more than five times in a month, which as we're counting drinks, seems to get easier and easier. At least it is for me. It might be for you. And so high intensity drinking is a term that I had never really heard of before until doing my research, but I can see how it is just another form of heavy drinking. It's again, just another definition that I certainly fit into in my prime of drinking. And that is when you have 10 to 15 or more drinks in the past two weeks. So again, it's averaging about seven per week, but I guess it's just the matter of the different terms and labels, depending on the frequency and your size and frame and how you are able to process the alcohol with your bloodstream. Now, all of that I find very interesting, but getting more to our community, 7% of adults in general are diagnosed with AUD, which is alcohol use disorder. That's the medical term for alcoholism. And while 7% of the population has it, gay or bisexual men, according to a 2016 study, were three times more likely to have AUD. Meanwhile, even Worse, gay or bisexual women were six to seven times more likely to become alcoholics than straight. Similarly, while ethnicity showed a complicated stories for those who identified as straight, it was clear for LGBT that BIPOC, which is black indigenous people of color, are two to four times more likely to suffer from alcohol use disorder compared to their straight counterparts as well. Alcoholism is very serious. That's what eventually you know, had me get the help that I needed through Alcoholics Anonymous. It kills over 3.3 million people each year. That's 6% of the deaths that occur. Of course, in Florida, our numbers are up there and leading the numbers of AUD-related deaths. We are not number one. Number one is California. Number two is Texas. And three is Florida for the leading number of alcohol-related deaths each year. What did surprise me is that we always hear, and many of us have had experiences of drinking and driving or even DUIs, and while car accidents involving alcohol do kill a lot of people, suicides involving alcohol actually kill more, and we, many of us already are aware, but suicide trends higher in the LGBT plus community overall. And so that also therefore increases the chances of alcohol-related suicides, unfortunately. So speaking of that, if you do need help immediately, uh, please call SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. There is hope. I can say that if you are hearing these numbers and you are shocked into it and you're thinking that you might be an alcoholic, I know that it was a 
tough for me to swallow that idea, but attending AA meetings is something that definitely helped me find a fellowship of people that were like me and had the answers that I didn't have myself when I was feeling powerless. And so that brings me to uh, next week's episode or tomorrow's episode, which will be describing what you can expect if or when you decide to check out an AA. In the meantime, thank you for listening. Please leave a review if you found this information helpful. If you are interested in sharing your story, getting involved with the show, or just saying hi, please email me at gayapodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us wherever you're listening so you can get new episodes when they come out weekly. And until that time, stay sober, friends.